2: 7:13 now, on this Tuesday morning, after the Saints lost to the Lions, looking ahead to the Panthers, I've had some time to get over it. I got a 24-hour rule when it comes to the Saints' loss. I react emotionally, and then I start thinking about it, and then my mind changes a little bit. How you doing, Steve Geller, Saints? Uh, well, I sort of say, Saints sideline reporter, it's a WWL Sports Director.
3: Yeah, I uh, definitely miss being on the sidelines this season. Uh, A lot of fun, obviously, the action you get up close and the best part, the traveling part of it. I I definitely miss seeing the different venues and stadiums.
2: You know, I was talking earlier about Dennis Allen's comments after the game about chopping wood, and he used that phrase several times. You just got to (laughs) keep chopping wood. And look... You know, I lost my mind after Katrina, as did a lot of people, but mine went to firewood, and, and I just started picking up all kind of firewood. I still have a shed full of it, and I chopped the wood myself, and I became an amateur lumberjack, right? And I guess that was in my mind. I thought I was going to protect us and keep my family alive during the cold, harsh winters in New Orleans, which makes no sense at all. (laughs) But the point is, I was thinking about the metaphor, and then I was thinking about it literally, where, well, sometimes, you know, the log splits perfectly. Sometimes you miss with the axe. Sometimes it's a bad piece of wood. Sometimes the axe handle breaks. I think it was an appropriate metaphor because there are only so many things within your control. And the other thing I thought of, Steve, is that I I can't. All you ask and you got a son. All you ask your kids is to say, you know what? I did the best that I possibly could. If you can look in the mirror and say I did everything I possibly could to succeed, that's all you can ask of yourself. Everything else it doesn't matter. If you can say that, that's all that's all that 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 you can ask of yourself. And I would I would have to believe that everybody on the Saints team and coaching and the organization is trying to do everything they can to fix this and to win.
3: Yeah, there's no doubt to that, Tommy. And that, that wood needs to start chopping uh, faster for these, these terrible starts on defense and offense for this squad. For some reason, have just been this poison pill that's followed them for the last, I think it's six, seven games now where, where they've been unable you know, to get into a game looking like a team that's fully prepared. And I guess that's the most frustrating part that nobody wants to hear the same thing every week over and over and over again, too, it's the fact that we've identified this huge problem about the beginning of the game, uh, not even getting into the, the red zone, you know, offense currently, but the, the early game woes, you would think a team would come out with energy right off the bat or looking like they were ready for a matchup. And another one in this game where it was, what, seven to nine minutes into the matchup, you're down 21 nothing At home to a Detroit Lions team, and the Blues are raining down already. There's too much Hawaii blue in the stadium. Uh, just a whole negative uh, feeling to to open this game. And then you get that rush of, oh, my goodness, they're making a comeback only to get, you know, stepped on or punched in the gut again towards the end of the game. And obviously you add uh, injury to insult with that one with a guy like Derek Carr going down. Um, what do we know about him? Uh, Coach Dennis Allen spoke to the media yesterday letting us know he is Uh, Derek Carr is in the concussion protocol, uh, had the shoulder looked at as well. That doesn't seem to be a serious issue going forward, bothering him. Uh, And the initial diagnosis of the back injury uh, in Sunday's game, when he got slammed to the turf in that sack, uh, not accurate. He is being evaluated though, for a rib injury, no further details on that one. But for me, uh, Carr being in the concussion protocol I gotta imagine worth thinking about Jameis Winston being the quarterback this Sunday. Now he could get cleared. We saw that happen with the Chris Olave. Um, I'm just not expecting that though. The likelihood of him being able to make it through the concussion protocol in time. I thought it was a surprise that Olave was able to be a last minute guy that made it through the you know the independent neurologist cleared him from those concussion. Uh, the problem with Car two, this is the second one now in a month, so you're you're definitely worried. About the longevity of this guy a little bit,
2: yeah. And I think at some point you got to think of him as a human being, right? And and a father, oh, and exactly. a husband, and a man, and everything else. And and, and you gotta, you know, it's one thing to, to evaluate performance, but maybe it's it's better for him and everybody if he just and I'm not talking about his play here. I'm talking about his health. If he sits down for a couple of weeks and and doesn't scramble his brains, right?
3: Yeah, and. I thought it was interesting that Dennis Allen when asked also about the shoulder injury, you know, you remember earlier in the season, he got nicked up uh, dealing with a a sprain, uh, a sprain joint. And coach Allen basically said, you know, it's something he's constantly dealing with every week uh, that it's not something that's totally hampering him and his ability to throw, but it is something he's got to manage every week going into a game. So uh, any extra time maybe for him to heal up, Definitely better. And, yeah, the, the Saints have no authority over this concussion protocol either. It's going to be up to an independent doctor uh, that they look to to, to clear Carr for this. So it's not like the team would be pushing him out there kind of deal.
2: And something else I mentioned, you know, we don't know who's playing hurt. We don't know who's not. I'm sure you show up at work where you're not feeling great and maybe you're a little bit off your game and nobody knows. Uh, it happens to me. It's happening to me today. I got a couple of things going, but you push through it and maybe you're not as sharp as you normally are. Nobody knows. Um, That's why you're a pro, Tommy. Well, no, I'm not saying it for me. The point I'm making is you don't want what do you want? You want Dennis Allen to come out and say to the players they're injured so that the other team can target them because they will. Um, so sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Right.
3: Yeah, exactly. You don't want to say every week, uh, "Oh, car's working through this shoulder," and you know they're coming after him anyway, kind of thing. But especially, you know, we saw again last night a top-tier quarterback like Trevor Lawrence goes down with an injury. It's been really brutal this season. I don't know what it is uh, about the quarterback position in 2023, but too many top guys are are leaving games, and they do whatever they can to protect these guys.
2: Yeah, that that 51 from the Lions. You know, I was thinking about it again last Ooh. night, watch it, watching the the replay of it. And I record the games, and if you look at the guy's body, he's in a 45 degree angle, right? He's definitely doing nothing but trying to hurt Derek Carr, trying to drive him in the ground. And I was thinking, Absolutely. what would be what would be a fair penalty? And I think that if you do something like that as a defensive player, then you are out until the next player until the player you hurt comes back. How about that? You think that would maybe change some behavior?
3: Uh, that, that would get a lot of guys to think about it for sure. I doubt the NFLPA is going to... Yeah, but, but I'm just agreeing.
2: saying in terms of I know, equity, eye for
3: an eye kind of thing.
2: Yeah, it's like, okay, you, you put our guy out for three weeks, guess what? You're going to be on a bench for three weeks. You don't get to play and you miss game checks for that amount of time as opposed to a FedEx package. You know, where you send in $20,000, which is petty cash to you. We'll pick it up here. We'll come back. Steve Geller, our guest, WWL sports director, talking about the Saints. Panthers coming up, and the Saints are still in the the playoff hunt. Uh, I was hoping that the Detroit game would be the game where they turned it around. And then even after the start, I thought, well, you know what? Maybe with this second half, they catch fire. And maybe this does propel them onto a playoff run. Then you got 51 that drives Derek Carr into the ground like a pile driver. 721 traffic now, WWL. 7.26 and a half, Tommy Tucker, WWL, back with Steve Geller, WWL sports director. You know, one other thing I think, Steve, is that I hate to say spoiled here. Super Bowl was a long time ago that we won in 09. But we had Drew Brees for a long time, and we thought – I think somehow we as fans think that Drew Brees is, is the standard and that not the exception and that every quarterback to yeah. be Drew Brees – and that's why not every quarterback makes it to the Hall of Fame. Not every quarterback is Drew Brees, right?
3: No, this was something definitely the Cajun Cannon would tell callers complaining about, oh, we need to move on from Drew and get a mobile quarterback. But we even saw in those last couple of years when we found out recently Drew Brees couldn't even really throw with mm-hmm. his right arm. It was so limited. You know, he's a lefty now when it comes to throwing the football, but yet he was he- still able to be – accurate and that's i think the biggest thing about him sure drew might have not had the ever the strongest arm uh never going to be a guy that dazzled you with being able to whiz the ball downfield but was impressive his ability to either throw a wide receiver open or find that spot where he's able to squeeze it in uh and and his decisiveness the ability to you know read that defense and be able to act quickly to get rid of the ball uh yeah just a guy that you definitely appreciate more and more now that he's not around and uh, definitely love seeing his quarterback breakdowns now on YouTube. Just hoping maybe C- coach drew does decide to make an appearance. And uh, would love to see that obviously for the saints. I know he's talked about being a family man now though, and spending all the time with the kiddos. And I know coaching life doesn't allow you to do that much.
2: Yeah, I guess I'm just saying maybe as fans we need to manage our expectations a little bit because <laughs> there ain't a lot of Drew Breeses out there. And if you look around the league, what do we have? A handful of really um, potential Hall of Fame quarterbacks out there? Mahomes definitely going to the Hall of Fame, right? Best in the league, probably. Tua, maybe. Um, Josh Allen, not really killing it in Buffalo this year, is he? Give me some other quarterbacks. No, he's got a ton of Herbert.
3: criticism for all his takeaways.
2: Justin Herbert, San Diego, not killing it.
3: Not, yeah. no, the, it's What's crazy is I, I talk about this with our guys a lot on Sports Talk. You know, the quarterback position. Lamar Jackson would be an elite quarterback. Go ahead. Yeah, obviously the quarterback position, the elite, the, the top position we talk about in the NFL, you got to have one to be a serious you know, title contender. Uh the, the problem is, yeah, you're just seeing a lot of maybe average to above average play at quarterback right now. You mentioned that that Hall of Fame guy, uh, you know, the, the days of Tom Brady, Drew Brees, uh, Peyton Manning, we're seeing weekly. That's just not the case right now.
2: And you got some Jalen Hurts. don't want to uh, rule him out or Brock Purdy. I understand all that, but it's not like they have a lot of these Guys that are available. It's easy to say, we'll go out and get another Drew Brees. Like, all right, we'll find one and then let's talk about bringing him in with draft choices and salary cap and everything else. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate your time. You think they beat the
3: Panthers? Uh, that, this one, you kind of call it a must win, Tommy, with a one win ball club coming in.
2: Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. And talking about Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Bryce Young, not exactly lighting it up in Carolina either. So, yeah. Steve Geller, WWL Sports Director, thank you, sir. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk to Joe Geruso about the surge waterboard pumps, power turbines, you name it. Back in a flash, WWL.